What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. Thank God we got the weekend to go into because, man, want to forget all about that game last night. Brutal display by your Green Bay Packers against a much better coached, better playing, better all-around team in the Detroit Lions coming into Lambeau and giving the Packers what for? 27-3 at half, man. 27-3 at half. That's just brutal. That that definitely calls for a beverage. 27-3 at half. I mean, that's not even competitive. Rough go. Rough go from a team that certainly didn't look up for it in any meaningful way. Certainly didn't seem to have any answers for the physicality Detroit put on the field. And I I have a little doubt we'll have questions uh, and comments regarding every aspect of the game. But to me, it's now heading into this kind of mini-bye, getting ready for the Raiders, and then your bye week. If I'm Matt LaFleur, it's it's time to take a long, hard look at not just the team, but yourself and ask yourself, what do we have to hang our hat on? What What is good? <laughs> what, uh, you know, the Apollo 13. Uh, let's look at this from a, a perspective of a status, right? What do we got on the spaceship that's good? What do we got on this team that's good? It's pretty rough right now. It's pretty rough to answer that question. And I know everybody will maybe point to one or two things, but there's not a lot. Uh, the one thing I can look at from that game last night and take away as a positive and or hope for the future is Jordan Love and his performance in a situation where he is under siege from the moment they take their very first snap of the game. And the way he stood in there repeatedly against just an insane rush. And it's not like they were sending exotic blitzes or anything like that. It's just a four-man rush that completely took the Packers apart up front. We've seen throughout the years, you know, teams that are able to get home. And I'm not just talking about against the Packers, just the NFL in general. If you're able to get home with four and you can just play coverage on the back end, you're going to win a lot of games. You're going to play some good defense. Because it's really demoralizing, first of all, but really difficult to play quarterback in the NFL if they only have to rush four and they can utilize everyone else in coverage. It's hard to find. hard to find space to throw into. It's hard to get guys to uncover. Those safeties are looming at all times. And I know, you know, people will point to the interceptions, but I don't fault Jordan for the second one at all. I mean, we've heard from Matt now a couple times regarding the miscommunication between Romeo Dobbs and Jordan. And Dobbs has to hold that for a beat more and not try to take that upfield because Jordan's still in the pocket, you know. And the other one, I understand the frustrations on a tip ball, and that really set the game kind of on fire from the Packers' perspective. And that tip drill and the interception, of the, pack, uh, the Lions score a touchdown, now it's really out of hand, right? That's a concept they've run a million times, and they've done it very, very well, both last year with Aaron and even this year a couple times with Jordan. And it's just fascinating to me. Like, you're, you're running play action. You're running that run action initially. You know, the Lions linebackers are not honoring the run game whatsoever. And it's just fascinating that, you know, yeah, you have a very unfortunate play. But that's, to me, again, that's I can't put that entirely on Jordan. Now, you've seen Aaron in situations in the past with that exact play call turn that down 
probably for that reason, right? Oh, there's a backer. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it over him and or if I even try. Maybe he tips it, et cetera. That's experience, right? And that's part of the growing pains. That's part of the, hopefully, the litany of things that Jordan will learn from. But as a total, as a whole, looking at that game, as tough as it was, man, he is just sticking his foot in the ground and making throws and with dudes in his lap repeatedly. It's just a really promising performance from a young quarterback. And I'm not sitting here saying he's arrived. I'm not saying he's set and ready to be the guy for the next 10 years or anything like that. But this whole season, as we've talked about many times, is about setting that foundation for a hope-to-be-hopeful next window of contention. And the only way that works is if Jordan's the guy. And not a Hall of Famer, but the guy that you can build around. And so far, early returns are really good. And last night was truly impressive. And I understand that people are going to look at the missed throws, and they're going to look at all the mistakes, of which there were plenty. But man, for a young quarterback in that situation, to be able to stand in there and make those throws and not flinch and be able to deliver despite the fact that there are dudes in his lap, I I came away very impressed with that performance. Zero question about it. And again, this whole year is about Jordan Love and his development and finding out what he's got, right? Because if you don't got the quarterback right, you, you know, it, you're just dead on arrival. And the Packers seem to have found at least a quarterback they can build around from these first four games. That, that's what it looks like. Now we'll see. We'll see how he uh, continues to grow. But other than that, the green shoots are few and far between. I mean, the offensive line, to me, obviously is going to be a talking point throughout the week. Um, I know Domofsky put out there a little while ago that now Runyon is hurt. I mean... As Alron said, to paraphrase, not our list of allies, but our depth grows thin. Uh, it, it's going to be tough sledding. And this is why it's so bewildering to me and kind of frustrating that the Packers came out with the offensive approach they did last night. They couldn't block this front last January with David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins in the lineup. And they come out last night wanting to throw it downfield from the get-go with all of the backups in? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Got people lined up, trying to talk. What's up, Ed? Thanks for the super chat, buddy. First defensive series was outstanding. Sucks that's all I have. I am sad. (laughs) It was good. It was very good. And I will say there were times, there were stretches where the defense played quite well. I know, you know, Rasul got taken advantage of on the touchdown, and I, I think most people have seen now that Goff told him afterwards that that was a play they put in specifically because they knew they could try to take advantage of him. Um, but, yeah, I thought the the defense at times made some nice plays, stepped up, got some three and outs, etc. Offense just continually put them in bad spots. And we've talked so much over the course of the last year plus about complementary football or the lack thereof. Last night is a perfect example. Yes, the Lions got theirs, no doubt about it. But if the offense can even just move the ball a little bit in the first half, possess the football, which, by the way, you know a great way to do that? Running the football. But if they can just possess the ball, give the, you know, even just to take up A, time, and B, change, flip, field position a little bit, you know, it helps the defense. But they got no help from their offense last night. None. Gary, thanks for the super chat, man. Can the Hanson brothers play football? Asking for a friend. That's uh, that's random. Justin, thanks for the super chat. 
This is a BS super chat, Pete. <laughs> I don't. Did anyone see Lafleur's presser today? Um, I did. Like they, there was a lot of levity around that, and then at the end, Matt said, "Sorry, Pete," and I believe that's in response to the fact that he called something Pete asked last night a BS question. Hey, man, justice for Pete Doherty. That's all I got to say. Bradley, thanks for the super chat. Why was Rodgers changing the plays at the line last night? We really could have used Jones. Unreal. Aha. Aha. I will say there was something um, kind of noticeable about, you know, the the times where the play clock's running down and there weren't a ton of cans. There were a few, but I did wonder throughout the evening, like how many times would Rodgers have gotten them into something a little bit more advantageous given the pre-snap look? And that's what happens when you have a 16-year veteran, a four-time MVP, and he's got free reign at the line of scrimmage for the most part. You know, Jordan most likely will get there eventually. But he's a young guy, and he's only started, what, five games total. Hopefully that changes as he grows. Ben, thanks for Super Chat, man. A little tired of coaches talking about change and improving without changing and improving. Got to see it to believe it. Glad we show some fight. Ben, I'm really glad you, you brought this up. I'm right there with you. The fact that we keep hearing a message of this is unacceptable, this needs to change, and then everything keeps being accepted and nothing changes is a bit bewildering, a bit frustrating. And I agree that, yes, there is no doubt. And Matt somewhat, I think this is as close as he's ever gotten to admitting today at the podium that, yes, they play a cover two shell, they play a two high shell, but sometimes the game situation calls for you to break that. And I've been screaming this on Watch Party for a year and a half. Joe Barry has to understand the situation. And there are plenty of times that you can point to where he's just going to play his scheme without any thought or context of what situational kind of moment they're in. He just gets taken advantage of. Now, it feels like Matt is finally at a bit of a breaking point. We'll see if anything changes. But it hasn't in a year plus. And I don't know if week four of the 2023 season is the final breaking point. We'll find out. Maybe this little mini buy gives them time to work on whatever the hell it is they need to work on to recognize the fact that, oh, the opposing team has a lead. They're probably going to try and run the ball. It's crazy. Abdul, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Aaron, four weeks in, this team's look better, worse, or right about the level you thought they would be. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know what I've said all summer is regarding the defense. I mean, I needed to see it in a game that mattered. We've seen four games now. It's been up and down. Pretty much what I expected. The offense, you know, there there have been spurts where it's very exciting. I'd love to see a team that, you know, puts a little bit more out there early on in these last couple games out of the gate. A little bit more efficiency. Uh, but, yeah, coming in, two and two, ups and downs, young team. I don't think anybody is surprised at this. I mean, it shouldn't be anyway. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sam P. Thanks for the super chat. Fireberry and hope Bach gets back when he can. I don't know what else to think before I rewatch the game. <laughs> well, Barry's most likely not going anywhere, and Bakhtiari is not coming back this year. I don't know if you missed the news, but um, you know, last night NFL Network made it pretty plain that he is going to be having a couple of different surgeries, and he will not be back this season. So, yeah. Now, obviously, that opens up questions for the off season and about his future with the team. Man, we'll see what happens this offseason. But, yeah, I, I'd be shocked if we see Bakhtiari again this year. Mimsy, thanks for the Super Chat. Matt's halftime interview was rough, clearly shook. I don't know, man. I didn't see shook. I saw emotion. I saw a guy who wants it and it cares about it. That's fine with me. Godsmack, thanks for the Super Chat. I would love to see Sean Ryan get a shot. He can't be worse than Newman, and even Runyon hasn't been much better. So far this year, the guards have stunk worse than the bathroom after Taco Bell. Damn, what a what an image. Uh, Sean Ryan can't be worse? Uh, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, I'm fine if they want to shake it up. and Maybe they have to out of necessity due to injuries, but you know, if Sean Ryan was a better option, they probably would have gone with it coming out of the training camp, but it's not like he had a lights-out summer and or preseason. I like the idea of playing him just because he's a young guy and needs the reps. And at this point, you've put Newman out there so many times and you know exactly what you get with him. Who knows with Sean Ryan? So embrace the unknown, maybe? I mean, that's like anthem out to everything football coaches want to do, but maybe. Keith, thanks for the Super Chat. Said yesterday the Milwaukee crowd needs to show up and be loud with energy, and they didn't even show up. Abolish the gold package. All right, let's get this, let's get this out of the way. All right. Last night's predominant kind of showing from Lions fans is not really down to the gold package. We really love to make fun of them here at Cheesehead TV simply because they're so sensitive about it. But this would have happened in any situation where the Lions were playing because they're a really good football team now, and they've been horrible for decades. And now suddenly they're good, and their fans are going to travel. And it wouldn't have mattered if it was gold or green or whatever package. They're going to show up. It's no different than when the Packers travel places and have four decades now where we take over stadiums. You know, that's what Packers fans do. But Lions are finally joining that fraternity. That's all that is. And it wouldn't have mattered if it was gold package or green package or any of that. Now, all of that said, yeah, gold package, man. Come on, show up. Show up and be loud. That's all I ask. I don't ask much. Just show up and be loud. Braden, thanks for Super Chat. Saw a few of the sacks. Jordan had receivers open. He just turned them down slash held the ball long. Need to be more decisive, and we rolling. Yeah, I think some of that will come. And Matt just talked about this at the podium. Like, there are tons of plays that you can point to where, okay, yeah, the decision-making, holding the ball. You definitely saw him holding the ball against that rush, uh, against his better judgment probably. Uh, But we also saw him make a number of plays, a number of nice throws. That's just experience. That's that type of game, right? Um, I saw a stat 
from the analytics group out there saying this is the most under pressure Packers quarterback had been since the Packers played the Rams a couple years ago in Lambeau and Rodgers had you know minimal time to throw it. The difference with Rodgers is you know, he's been through it. He knows he can't hold the ball in that situation. He knows he has to get rid of it. Where Jordan is trying to stand in there and look, that's what he's been coached, right? Stand in there, go through your progressions, make the reads and make the throws. Well, he's trying to do that, but he's under so much pressure that he's missing things and he's probably kind of maybe sped up in his head a little bit and turning things down that he thinks, okay, I'm trying to get a bigger shot, etc. That will come with time. That's all that is. You know, and it's frustrating to watch play out. We're watching education in real time at the quarterback position. And, yeah, sometimes he's going to miss stuff. But, you know, the whole key, and we talked about this all summer, and we'll probably talk about it all year, the whole key is now taking that experience and building upon it and learning from it and knowing next time he gets in a game where, okay, it's pretty clear we can't block him up, that he cannot hold the ball, that he has to hit that check down, that he has to speed up the timer in his head. These are the lessons he needs to be learning and undoubtedly will. That's the hope and that's the dream. Abdul, thanks for the super chat, man. Vegas, Denver, Minnesota, Rams, next four weeks. How do you see the next four games playing out? I want to say we should be 6-2, and two, but after last night, maybe not. Abdul, you're looking past the Raiders? Man, just beat the Raiders. Can they beat the Raiders? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 6-2? and two? Brother. Buddy. Let's just beat the Raiders first. Brian, thanks for the super chat. Was listening to Willie and Tausch today. Tausch thinks when Jenkins is back, he could go to at center. He should. He a thousand percent should. They are, they are absolutely getting run over along the interior. And if you got Elton in there at center, you at least have an anchor and somebody who can at least get in the way of some of these bull rushes and things that are happening. Where, I mean, last night they had a play where they were trying to go max protect, and the defensive tackle split Myers and Newman like it was wet paper. Like you're eight dudes in protection. You're thinking as a play caller, and I think Matt just talked about this, yeah, I'm going to be, my quarterback's going to be able to sit down, at least sit back there and go, okay, is the deep thing open? No. Okay, they're playing coverage. I'll hit my check down. But in that process, Jordan Love was like, okay, can I? It was like three seconds, and the defensive tackle was in the backfield. On a max protection. Yes, Tauscher is 1,000% correct. Elton Jenkins should be at center when he comes back. I don't know if they'll go that route. Elton didn't take any snaps there this summer that I recall. It was all Zach, Tom, and 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 Myers, but it 1,000% should be. Now, will the Packers go that route? I have no idea. Uh, Abdul, thanks again, man. Do you think Stokes will be back post-buy? Uh, there's a good chance. Uh, Matt said, you know, they're hopeful, but we'll see. Um, but, yes, he is eligible to start practicing next week um, off the PUP. Big Al, thanks for Super Chat. The good, at least the Packers still kept fighting. Agreed, man. And look, that's not, a, that's not an inconsiderable thing, right? That's not a dismissive thing. It is very, very real, and it is very promising. And, and again, a testament to Lafleur. His teams don't quit. Not this year. They probably maybe have in the past. But when getting punched in the mouth, we've seen them fold. But this year, that has not been the case. And now maybe it's a question of they're so young, they're just not used to anything else, and they're going to keep playing hard. But, yeah, it's been noticeable. No doubt about it. Brady, thanks for the Super Chat. 
How do we solve the running back nightmare? Love you, Nax. Thanks, brother. Um, solve it. Get guys healthy. Get Aaron Jones the ball. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I thought, look, AJ had a couple of nice runs last night. And then he never got the ball again until later when he had one poor run. He's a rhythm runner. He's a volume guy. And it's never going to happen in Green Bay. So, I don't know, man. This is your team. Uh, Manuel Wilson going to get 15 carries all of a sudden? Doubt it. Do they trade for Jonathan Taylor? I highly doubt that happens, but we'll see. Joseph, thanks for the super chat, man. Nags, I think the worst part of last night was seeing the stands. Tyler killed it in that video. It was exactly what I was trying to explain to my wife. We're here to help you explain things to your wife, Joseph. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like I said earlier, it, it wasn't a gold package thing. It's just an NFL ticket thing. And it's exacerbated by the fact that it is gold package and there has been a history of them not showing up. But, yeah, no, it's look, it's mostly just trying to explain to people because Corey and I start talking about the gold package and inevitably we get 20 chats during watch party. What's the gold package? I don't know. You guys keep saying gold package. So people literally don't know what the gold package is. So, man, shout out to Tyler for making that video because God knows now I can just link to it. Because I am sick of explaining what the gold package is. Ben, what's up? Shout out Romeo Dobbs. He's a dude. Sometimes there's a man. Yeah, he is a dude. He had a really nice game last night. I'm so excited for his future. I think I said that in the good, bad, and the ugly. But, man, so excited to watch him and Jordan grow together. They've got a true connection other than the one that resulted in interception trying to make a play, I get it, off schedule, et cetera. But, man, they're good together. They're a lot of fun to watch, and he is phenomenal with the ball in the air. That's my ball, that mentality. I love it. Dennis, thanks for the super chat, man. Can you explain why after missing the block, the O-line turns and runs after the D-line? Looks like a Chinese fire drill. Well, mostly probably yelling, you know, you know, a bunch of lookout blocks. Look out! But mostly it's, you know, to – be there in case the quarterback makes something happen and the dude turns around, you can be there to block him, but also more, you know, practically if, and when the defender gets your quarterback on the ground, you're there to help the quarterback up. Essentially young Feezy baby. Thanks for the super chat. How bad was that play action call with a flat route to Dobbs in the middle of the comeback? Yeesh dad's here on the bird. <laughs> yeah. I hated that call. I railed against it in uh, watch party and Hey, to Matt's credit, he knew it after the game. He said that was a – he took that all on himself. So, shout out, props, whatever. And also, hey, you got to tip your cap to Detroit because they did an excellent job of, you know, really late pressure there. That backer, or was it a safety, comes down right – I mean, they were timing themselves really well with Jordan's cadence at that point. And, you know, they haven't brought a lot of pressure throughout the night. So, Jordan thinks, okay, this is clear – and then literally one second or so before the ball is snapped, guy comes crashing in, and it really messed up that play. My thing is, like, why are you even attempting that in the midst of, to your point, during the comeback, you've got some momentum. Now you've got a play where if he does throw it behind the receiver and it does end up being a fumble, you've lost yardage. And not only have you lost yardage in that situation, you've lost, what, was it second and 21 after that play? I mean, you have absolutely buried yourself. You know, they couldn't get out. That's the most horrible kind of get back on track situation. You put yourself there. So, look, and I understand you got to execute. I, I get it. But the other team 
is paid too, and they did a good job of dictating that outcome. So, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Mimsy, thanks again, man. Matt's Halloween costume should be the we are all trying to find the guy who did this meme. <laughs> so much lamenting his own scheme the last two years. Yeah, that is becoming a bit of a broken record. That's why I said earlier when I was asked about, you know, changes and expectations and what's going, what is going to change. Because we keep hearing that, you know, something's got to change. Well, you're in charge. Make it change. You know? David, thanks for the super chat. Is Joe Barry's office, clean, office cleaned out yet? He's awful. Nope. Uh, the time to do that was the off season, and Matt didn't do it. He's here to stay, man, at least for this season. Adam, thanks for the super chat. Uh, Jones' first touch w- was when we were down 24 to 3. Hmm. Yeah, the Jones thing. Look, I've, I've been better this year about not bitching about Aaron Jones' usage, mostly because he hasn't played, so I haven't had – had any need to, but yeah, it's frustrating. And my thing is I understand that he's on a pitch count, right? And they had a game plan and it called for them to try and push the ball down the field, which is fine. But man, if he's up, he's your best offensive player. How do you ignore him the way you do a game after game after game? But last night, and it, look, and if you're worried about him so much that you don't want to utilize him right away, why is he dressed? That's what I don't get. Like, we hear all the time, well, no, if they're if they're cleared medically, well, then they're going to play. Well, okay, he was cleared medically, apparently, because he's out there. He's got a football uniform on. Why are you ignoring him? I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Um, young Feezy Baby. Thanks for joining the Carry the G Club membership, man. I really appreciate the support. You're a regular, and that, that that means a lot, man. Braden, thanks for Super Chat. Positive, Jay's deep ball has been hitting lately. Kid can sling it, man. You give him some time. He was outstanding in a clean pocket last night. Problem was he was rarely in a clean pocket. But, yeah, he's uh, he's starting to feel it there. Abdul, thanks for Super Chat. Was preseason fool's gold with Enigbari? What about Preston feel like he's been invisible? With all the focus on Gary, those guys got to take advantage. I don't know. Abdul, that's that's tough because I think Preston is a physical dude who has never been like the most kind of flashy pass rusher, right? Like He's going to get some sacks where he bullies some, a, t- a tackle into the quarterback, etc. Still sets a great edge. Still does a really nice job in the run game. Um, so, yeah, I don't have any problem with Preston. Enigbari? You need more out of him. Of that, there's a little doubt. You need a whole hell of a lot more out of a kid who looked really good this preseason. I know, like, everyone remembers the Patriots preseason game when he took advantage of a third-string tackle. But now these are first-stringers. And that's the team they faced last night as one of the best offensive lines in the game. So you knew it would be tough sledding in that regard. But, yeah, overall, this season, they need more from Inigbari. No question. Mimsy, thanks again, man. Tyler should add weekly prime time is gold. PK hell. Weekday prime time is gold. Sorry, man. Not catching that one. Sorry. Soder, thanks for the super chat. Packers just can't self-evaluate. This sucks. <laughs> Soder, what a way to lead us into the weekend, brother. I love it. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it... It is frustrating when you see these things play out again and 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 you think, well, this is the thing that needs to change. 
And then you hear the head coach talk about things needing to change, and they line up with the things you're talking about needing to change, and you're like, good, we're on the same page. These things need to change. Whether it's the defensive approach uh, in certain situations, whether it's the usage of your best offensive player, whatever the case, we keep hearing the message, these things need to change. Awesome. I'm all in on that idea. When's it going to happen? Because this is a year plus now we're hearing this message over and over again, yet nothing changes. I don't know, man. I'm with you on that one. With you on that one. <laughs> Spike, thanks for the super chat. Coach getting short with a reporter, not just a reporter, with Pete Doherty, the longest tenured member on the beat. Or, well, maybe now he's second. I think Spoon's the longest. Anyway, uh, calling a very valid question BS was a rough look. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, he understood that, and he apologized to Pete today, and he made light of it, because it kind of self-effacingly, so... Look, it's post game. You just got your ass handed to you. Guys get short. I got. I never have a problem with that. Mike was the same way. Like it's emotional, man. Like I get they're professionals and they're in a very kind of charged situation. They're human. And Matt's upset and he took exception with something Pete asked. And look, uh, Pete's been through this a million times. You know, that shit like undoubtedly like just slides right off Pete. You know, he knows that's part of the gig. You know, I and look, there have been coaches who said a whole hell of a lot worse for a whole hell of a lot less. Not only in Green Bay, but across the league. So yeah, I mean, rough look, it's he's emotional. Yeah, I don't he didn't get personal about it. You know, he just you know, said the question was BS. Whatever, man. Just uh grab yourself a nice cold uh carry the G. That, that would be my advice to everybody. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, even after a disastrous loss, because that's what we do here. We're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.